Ramble. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, four three, three, two, one. one. Welcome to the tripod. Welcome to a new year. Yay. It's the same you. You haven't changed at all yet, but you have Yay. intentions to. And well, we'll see. Yay. We are the Try Guys. You got Zach. You got Eugene. You got Keith. You yeah. got Ned. Wow. Happy New Year. The ball is falling. <laughs> This is, this is the second. It's, yeah, yeah, we're 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 firmly in the new year. Yeah, the, we have recovered from our hangovers. We have given up our resolutions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did mine in one day. Wow, you're yeah. impressive. I'm already done. Now you get to coast. Uh, today we're gonna look back last year. We're gonna go over some of the favorite moments from the from the pod. But we're also gonna look forward. You know, 2020 is not just a new year; it's a new decade. <gasps> What's coming up? What are we excited for? And uh, what are we gonna regret? <laughs> it's the Roaring Twenties. Wow, that's right. Wow, we're Lapper, in a new decade. I mean, Lapper the Twenties back. We're like, yeah, the is always the one that yep. people are like. Oh, the Roaring Twenties. The Twenties were a big time for Things America. Got crazy. We're back in the Twenties. Huge. Prohibition's gonna hit us mm-hmm. hard. I mean, maybe maybe weed will have a weird like prohibition thing. Like it'll become re-illegal. and then all for like a couple years, yep. then it'll cause more crime. So they'll undo that. Uh, just like with booze, and everybody will have s- secret weed speakeasies, but it'll be very obvious because they'll smell like weed. Very exciting, actually, on today's podcast. We have um, some, we, we're going to be able to look forward to the future and preview, premiere some of the top headlines from the 20s. Uh, so the weed prohibition is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, another top headline from the decade to come. Natalie Portman and Sean Mendez in bizarre stunt Mary Keith and Becky Habersberger. Super <laughs> odd that they are all a four-person marriage now. We all love Natalie Portman. Enough with my bogus headlines. Let's talk about Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's about to have the biggest decade of her career. Um, <laughs> now? Yeah. yeah. About to. Uh-huh. And finally, unfortunately, the Rugrats, uh, Tommy Pickles, was arrested in a DUI. He's going to rehab. We all wish Tommy the best and a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Right. So happy 2020, guys. Uh, the, as uh, listeners should probably know, uh, the first half of this episode is going to be us looking forward to the year. And the second half of this episode is the their favorite moments from the podcast. You voted, you decided, we're playing it and taking 30 minutes off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're on hiatus for our videos. We're giving you compilations on our YouTube channel. And here, we're giving you compilations, the best moments that you could possibly like from the podcast. And it's going to be great. And um, we're doing that because, look, we have a wonderful uh fervent fandom we've got the miles nation going strong but we're not gonna lie guys our growth is stagnant you haven't been out there you you haven't been pushing the scripture you you haven't been going into your friends faces and saying oh my god did you hear what the try guys said on the tripod last week it was a romp it was a riot Uh so you need to sit your friends the fuck down Mm -hmm. you need to glue earphones to their heads and you need to force them to Mm. listen to this podcast and at the end they're gonna go huh that was all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're going to go subscribe. That's how, that's what's about to happen. So get fucking ready. Get fucking ready. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool that when, by the time you're listening to this, we have like pff, 8 million subscribers yeah. on, on YouTube and on our podcast. Yeah. On YouTube and on our podcast. That's nuts. What's, what's your resolution for this year? What's something that you're trying to do? For me, it's exercising more. 
Same. I'm, <laughs> hey, that's, I, hey, that's a good one. I've definitely fallen off the, the as good of the health wagon. I'm still. What's great is I'm still way more healthy than I was before the book, but I'm not as healthy as I was like right after the book, and I want to get back to that uh, super healthy place. Ned, you were a fit boy. What happened? I, I you know, I had a baby. And it changes your body it, forever. It took, you know, I did, I did. Um, that was a good joke. Yeah, that was good. I don't know. Uh, ever since uh, I've had a, a wonderful new life come into the world, it's been difficult for me to balance work, family, and uh, self care. Uh, and now he's getting older. It's you know not as hard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm actually sleeping through the night, so I'm gonna try and refocus on. Uh, myself because you know it'll help it won't make me less of a father mm. it'll make me a better father yeah buff dad well no i don't need to get buff <laughs> buff, like, daddy. I, <laughs> buff daddy oh nice strong daddy. I, I don't want to get hurt you know it's like mm. i'm not doing any exercise and then i still play soccer oh right so it's like if i'm not in good conditioning i'm gonna do something fun like sports or pick up basketball and then i'm probably gonna like fall down tweak my ankle or like Whatever. You know what I'm talking about? We know what you're talking about. The new office. It's coming up soon at this point. Yeah. You got to measure mean, that bed. Yeah, we got to measure, make sure the bed fits in. But like, this is going to be really cool. We're going to have mm-hmm. like a whole editing suite. We're going to have a giant sound stage. I'm going to have a soon, kitchen. But what's the time frame of this again? It's like... We don't know. <laughs> the point is... Uh, it's coming. It's coming soon. I, but the more we say that it's coming soon, the, I know, more, the more we keep teasing it for every day i come to this office i'm gonna be like well here we are (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna happen in 2020 yes yeah okay cool what are you excited for this year jesus jesus (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah he comes back in 2020 wow the rapture is happening here well my real resolution is being able to talk about projects i've been working on for over 10 years that are going to mm, actually happen in 2020 which is awesome that i haven't mm-hmm. been able to talk about because of everything but it'll be very cool to be able to share with everyone what those projects are you could call that creative expansion mm-hmm. huh. yes it's just it's just very, it's just so hard not to talk about things that you've worked on for so long yeah i haven't i wasn't allowed to talk about it buzzfeed it was like yeah, this is some yeah. heavy stuff. Whoa, loaded. You're yeah. not trying to be coy. It's just, no. you, you can't, you don't want to talk about a project before it's, it's no. at fruition. That's, and that's, it was also, you know, we'll explain it in a video. But it's it's going to be exciting. 2020 is going to be very exciting. I'm excited. You're getting metal legs, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get metal legs. He's going cool. to become a battle angel. Yeah, when we say Alita. it's a, a health <laughs> project, you know, it's like, <laughs> metal big, legs. Yeah, big yeah. But 2020 is going to be cool. I think it's going to be very good for everyone. I've mm-hmm. got a bone to pick oh boy. with Zach's society. Boner. Zach's boner of the week. <laughs> Get ready for this, hard on, fellas. <laughs> Every time we talk about resolutions, we 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 reprioritize things like like working out and going to therapy and working on yourself. And then the year goes on, and I mean, we, I was just at a, a holiday party. This is in the past because we're releasing this in the future. And the working out and therapy came up and someone said, I just, you know, it's so hard. I don't have time for it during the week. Fuck all of us. How dare we have the gall to say that we don't have time for literally the only thing in our life that matters, which is ourselves. You got one fucking body. You got one brain. If your brain don't work, that means your body don't work. And we're like, oh, I'm too busy because I have to go to work. Fuck me. 
How dare I say that to myself? How mm. dare I ever uh, uh, assume that I don't have time to prioritize my health? So I want you to remember how you feel right now. And I want you to look in the mirror and say, fuck you, myself. And for the rest of the year, you remember how you feel right now. And you prioritize your goddamn self. I and love it that. doesn't have to be like a you know two-hour-long gym class, right? It no. could be like a little walk around the block for your mental health. It could be you know some squats in the bathroom. All these things that we say. Squats in the bathroom? Yeah, it was something somebody told us a long time ago. And we're like, like that anytime seems like you we go to poop, just pound out 20 squats. That was a video Eugene made. Was it? Yeah, remember? You're like fitness guy. There was yeah. like a big round table of health. people. Oh, it was about like how we can be more healthy and active during the day. His, his tips were go on 30-minute walks during lunch and do, what was it, 20 squats every time you're in the bathroom. And there was like a week and a half. We were all like, yeah, yeah we're going to do it. And it. the reasoning was that you go to the bathroom like three to five times in the day to pee, especially if you're uh, as hydrated as, as you should be. So mm -hmm. if you can remember to do 15 to 20 squats every time you go to the bathroom, you'll actually be knocking out 80 to 100 squats a day. And, and it, you will have the booty. You'll have of booties steel. and thighs to 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 go for for days. Whoa! I'm not saying you got to be a swole daddy like Ned. Okay, you just need to take care of yourself. And like I, I think I'm talking specifically for me. Like I have put off going to therapy for so long because it just see, it feels so same daunting. Whole life here. You no, know, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I only did it. Uh, I did it for years in childhood, and then kind of fell off. I truly, really believe that every single human being, whether you're well adjusted or not benefits from therapy it, we all got shit to unpack it right it's just mm -hmm. it makes you a happier better person i don't have time for it quote unquote like what what bogus response is that of course i have time you have yeah. to be able to make time for yourself well sometimes they don't have time for you i try to get a dentist appointment like last month and they're like we don't have an opening until february and i'm like well, what about my teeth they mm -hmm. got to get clean somebody's got to get in there i got a and, dentist for you and they're like february <laughs> who's mm -hmm. your dentist mom? i got a really good dentist I, oh, yeah yeah i have a, i used this dentist before and she uh -huh. was good well yeah but they, what what's about sell me okay I got the dentist. I was going to this nightmare dentist that made me feel like my teeth were falling out of my face, like I was an asshole. And now I go to this place called Glow Modern Dentistry. It's the number one dentist reviewed on Yelp this in LA. This sounds like one of those new churches where they have acoustic guitars. Yeah, they and take they your blood. <laughs> no, it's great. They they were playing. First of all, I go in there. They're giving out cucumber waters. They're giving out like little snacks. They're all like cool and young and hip. We're talking soft, diffuse like they're playing lord they're playing billy eilish Whoa. yeah that's right and then i went there and they made me feel so good about my teeth they were like oh you get a little plaque here but you have really nice teeth like they you know we're gonna teeth. watch this but it was like that's all i needed they were like you don't have any cavities but we're gonna watch this in case it comes one but you have really good teeth and it made me leave so positive i you know i normally improve your teeth hygiene no my teeth are rotting out of my fucking face <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went to the dentist and i like I, I think there is something to like cavities or like genetic. Like some people just mm -hmm. have an easier time not getting them. I don't get cavities. So I go to the dentist. I, had, I hadn't been to the dentist in like six years. Went to the dentist. She's like, your teeth are in great shape. You have no cavities. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Becky hasn't been to the dentist in two years and had seven cavities. Oh, wow. Whoa. She eats candy. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I also do don't six eat candy. Six years you didn't go to the dentist? Oh, yeah. I, well, I was poor. Crazy. I didn't have... I like went from 21 to yeah. 25. I didn't have any money it's pretty hard to remember to go to the dentist it's the easiest of the medical necessity mm -hmm. checklist to just be like ah, i'll get it next year right or like oh next month oh i'll go in february <laughs> when they're gonna book me
I haven't done a, I'm just going to admit something. I haven't done a general doctor checkup in probably over two years. Which Whoa. is horrifying. Well, we did our video. That's true. Actually, that's the yeah, only so one I did. In for a video, we did a general doctor checkup. But like, I have a a autoimmune disease. Yeah. <laughs> I go to my rheumatologist, but I haven't been to my general doctor. And part of the reason is because my general doctor is the uh, the fucktard who wouldn't believe me and listen to my symptoms. So I'm like, well, okay, I'm not going oh. to him anymore. But I haven't found the new one, and that's a problem. Yeah. Maybe mm. we should just make videos. That's I only get things done in my it life helps. if a video does it. Helps. It. I was thinking like maybe I should make a video where I do a hundred pushups a day because I keep telling Ended. myself I should and then I I won't and then, unless it's a video. Mm. Also, I keep trying to remember Keith, you should do some pushups before you get in the shower in the morning, but then I never do, oh. and then I don't think about it until I'm like right after the shower, I'm like oh I should have done pushups. Now I can't do pushups because I'm gonna get so sweaty because it takes yeah. nothing for me. To, I, am I How do we get better at remembering things? <laughs> Well, that's a resolution of mine to remember. Maybe you can just have <laughs> sticky notes every. I need to put a sticky note on my bathroom door that says Maybe "Drop and give me 20. We just oh, have. Yeah, I love that. Google Calendar appointments that automatically trigger when we're in certain locations. Or maybe we get a tiny, tiny puppy. Yeah, Keith is doing push-ups Keith right now. Keith, Keith dropped his one, two, well, well, three. Shit, man, if you're doing push-ups, I want to do push-ups. I'll be right back. I'm gonna do push-ups. Five. Put, put your six, elbows closer to your body. Seven. If you're listening oh, to this and you're not driving, eight, just do do a push nine, up right now. One push up. That's where you're All right, so Keith did nine push ups. Busting out Keith. Yeah, that's good. All right, Zach's doing one. All right, I did ten. Zach does two push ups. Like Z- that's three. That's four. There we go, Zach. That's five. Come on, let's go. Okay. I, I mean, I would start doing squats, but I strained my groin doing all <laughs> these squats. They really backfired for me. Yeah. Don't try this at home. How many did you do, Zach? Well, I stopped at eight because I realized it's not good for podcasting. My heart but is racing. If you want a little <laughs> hack, uh, you can get better at, at push-ups by doing yoga. That's, <laughs> I got, I've gotten way better, and it's an easier way. I got better doing push-ups from doing push-ups. I thought you were going to be like, you want a little hack? Put your knees on the ground. That does it, too. <laughs> no, I have, like, in, I think pretty good push-up form yeah. now, and it's just from doing uh, my, vin- my vinyasa flow. Well, I'll hit you with, I did an 85-minute yoga class. It was a level two this weekend, and I didn't know it was 85 minutes. I thought it was the regular 50 minutes, and I got to, like, the 65-minute mark, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is endless. It's never go. I was dripping in sweat. Like a, I look like a little chihuahua when they get a bath and their hair's all sticking up, but I felt good. Like, you get p- past that point, of exhaustion into like like uh, strength delirium. Zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay. So I never believed in the fitness like high and the zone that people would like runners high, which is like a thing. Or if you run for a certain amount of time, somehow you get like high from it. Never experienced that before because I could never exercise to the point where my body gave me euphoria mm-hmm. until I started doing Orange Theory more like regularly. Mm-hmm. And normally about 40 minutes into the class, uh, I'll be on a treadmill for like a little like long stint and I will totally disappear into my mind and I won't be thinking about how much I hate it. I'll just be like in a great mood and I'll be like feeling good. And I'm like, oh, I feel good. This is that thing where you feel good even though you're like so tired. You should be so tired, but I feel great. Well, that's because you take an edible before every class, right? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could work out high. Impossible for me. Oh, that's how t- I feel about soccer. As anytime I'm just like moving on the field, it's kind of like you're not thinking about anything. Yeah. You just feel feel good you're Sports just are more totally fun. focused mm. on the game uh yeah it's it's pretty cool also you go I'm into a like a flow state champion rower 
I'm so good at, on the rowing machine. Like yeah. I, it's funny because for the rest of the class, I look around the class. I'm not the best treadmill. No, I'm not the best guy on weights. But like I will be the second best person in the class Whoa. on rowing, only behind like the one dude who's just yoked, or the one girl who is just so strong. You got that long torso, it's, long it's, legs. It's the long torso. I'm able to just crank them out. Every and, like, crank is more crank. Stay at that good. Uh, I don't know whatever. There's a number that's like how fast you're rowing, and I can stay in that like 170 to 200 like the whole time and crank out like thousand, two thousand meters. Just fucking crush it. In the last couple minutes before we go on to the compilation any company goals creative goals things that i guess mm -hmm. you know what can we look forward to from the try guys in 2020 i'm gonna get so ripped <laughs> as a, right. as a we, company goal when we what do we just all of it is like try guys 2.0 and we're just like robo humans so yeah. strong i think I mean, joke. making like big shows we we're working yeah. on some some big projects uh we we're making big projects for our own youtube channel mm -hmm. we're making it for other platforms we're hoping to like continue to expand the brand so that you see us a bunch of different places and the the you know the quality and level of stuff that we do gets even bigger mm -hmm. i have a missed call from our agent right before we <laughs> jumped into this podcast and i'm hoping it's about one of those things mm -hmm. Ooh, that'd be nice It'd be too quick but that'd be cool probably too quick yeah i think the biggest goal is to start establishing what we really want with our company is that we're a production company and we're producers mm -hmm. and that we can generate really great ip across any platform that you you can expect some additional podcast projects coming from uh second try i i think Ooh, that we have yeah. uh, breaking some, exclusive mm -hmm. some interest some <laughs> desire and there, there are a lot of ideas of what that could be we could also just fucking make up one right now and see if the audience wants it advice that can go for miles but for 60 minutes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> honestly i bet you people would sign up for that mm, yeah i mean 2020 is a it's a year we got a whole year ahead and if you think about what we accomplished in this past year I mean, it, there's a lot that can happen. Yeah, it, it it'll be really tough. You know, 2020. How can it possibly have as Top many cool things as 2019? There was just so many things that happened this year. But I'm hoping we get some shows sold and produced and made for mm. all the platforms. I'm talking Disney Plus. I'm talking Hulu Time, Amazon mm. Prime, Netflix. <laughs> you guys have heard CBS of Watch. the streaming wars where you're looking at a bunch of soldiers but That's like right. not just infantry generals. soldiers generals and colonels mm -hmm. generals and Marshals? like yeah super soldiers i think it'd be nice to have a podcast where we have guests yes absolutely yeah. hopefully we'll have guests on this podcast uh we'll be in a new studio but it will be a little bit easier no but if we have a separate podcast with an extra person you can call it Quadrupod. Quadrupod is where we. <laughs> nope, because already tripod's confusing because there's five people that's here. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But you know, like Makes a quadruped sense. and a quadrupod. Oh, yeah. What if yeah. we do a podcast where every week we try something new and we call it the Try Stuff Pod? Oh, I love that. <laughs> of course. But also let us know what you guys would like to see. Yeah. Would you like to see another season of Without Our Recipe, huh? our cooking series, or. Huh? The Ikitis everything or the ranking or the try DIYs or the candid competition mm, or the try wives or the miles thing. Uh, what you know, what do you guys want to see? The Should we do babies. another podcast of food babies? Food Should we do a uh you know, uh, maybe we make a water park and everyone can come and try a slip and slide. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Okay. Mm. I'll see myself out. <laughs> I don't know what character that was. I, I like it. I adore it. when Ned is a character. Mm -hmm. Not to say that I don't enjoy real Ned, but in videos when Ned is not Ned, I, I go for it. It's uh, probably <laughs> some of my favorite stuff. You well, know, I got 
a bone okay. or a, a beef. Beef. No, what's my beef I have squeef. <laughs> no, yours is beef. Mine's beef. Uh, I, have ve- I have vengeance to enact. Whoa. Whoa. I don't like the term self-care. Okay. But I agree with self-care. Mm. But then when people talk about it, I don't, I, it doesn't speak to me. Well, it's it's not what they're usually trying to sell you something. It doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't yeah. speak to me. And it I, feels very new age. I think I prefer self-scare. Mm. <laughs> like How that's Because so? to get me to do all the things, like to take care of myself at the dentist or to go to the gym, mm. I need to scare myself into doing mm. it. I, I want to hear more about yeah. this. Well, so say I go to the gym like four to five times a week, uh-huh. ideally to hit classes typically. Um, I like when people scream at me. I need high music and someone yelling at me because when I'm in a class, I need to be the one that they point and said, do what this guy's doing. Like Let's I need to go, be, you ugly bitches. yeah, the fuck and up. I go, I need to go to the doctor dentist because I get to get texts from my parents saying like, you will die if you never go there. If you don't go to the dentist three times a year, your teeth are going to fall out. Oh. This is how I operate. I have a dream and sometimes, you know, when you're someone who is constantly working and has studied every day of their childhood and then goes into the workforce and works every night, you need to just be on that level and say, you know what? It's not about caring about myself, mm. which is the inevitable goal, but it's about scaring myself into caring about myself. Yeah. Mm. So oh, for some of right. you, for some of you crazy overachievers out there who still have some issues, mm. you know, just you got to be like, okay, I'm going to put this on my agenda and I'm going to say, I'm going to do this because I just, you know, there's, I can't risk not doing it. Can you just say that you want people to scream at you? <laughs> yeah, I love when people scream at me. <laughs> okay. Oh right. my God. I was just in a hit class yesterday and the guy was just, was like a, almost like a, basically a Barry's Bootcamp instructor. And you know when he, he, people yell to make noise? I make so much noise. Mm. I'm that person. Yeah. I, I want it. I want to feel like I'm in like a Spartan army. Mm-hmm. He pointed classes. right at me and he said, this guy, this guy is doing it. This guy is gonna is a killer. And I just looked at him and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm a killer. I was in one of those classes. <laughs> I'm like one of those people. I need someone to make me feel like I'm about to kill something. I was yeah. I was in one of those and this super buff dude was like running around like he was he was in the class, but he would get up from his rowing machine and go give high fives to people. And I'm like, dude, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I love I'm, it. If I you make it. me high five you, I will vomit in your face. <laughs> I just need, I can listen to your yells from around the room, but if you make me lift my arms one more time, I'm dead. <laughs> I did go to therapy once in my life. How was that? Well, I basically kept being contrarian to the therapist, which just is not how therapy works. And at the end he goes, I think you need time to, to like come in here with an open mind. <laughs> I think you need to go to therapy. <laughs> no, because I, I, yeah, basically he was like, he needed therapy from having a session with me for therapy. He, says, like, wow. he basically said like, you're really messed up and you should like find out how to find a way into therapy. You got rejected by your therapist. Basically. That's wow. so funny. No. Yeah. Cause I was just like this the whole time. And he said, "What? How do you feel?" And I said, "I don't know. How do you feel about asking me how I feel?" <laughs> you oh, asshole! Wow, very contrarian. <laughs> how, did yeah. you, how did you find yourself in that situation? Yeah, some incident happened, and it was very dark. How it was old? a very dark period of my life. Uh, I was like twenty, mm. and uh, yeah, I had a very dark twenties. People mm. don't know anything about me, but pre Buzzfeed, um, as evidenced by that MatPat live stream for St. Jude, we did. That was very funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I have some darkness in my past, and. And I'll the tripod has some brightness in its past. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of these incredible <laughs> clips that were your favorite from 2019, from all the laughs we had to the tears we shed, um. here are your fan-voted favorite <laughs> clips from last year's <laughs> tripod yeah. featuring your boys who try.
was with me at Epcot when I went for the first time. I, I know this me. is the story I've been thinking about the whole time, and it's yeah, been making me giggle. This is a fun story. Uh, first time at Epcot, I was with uh, Zach and Keith. Uh, Ned, you were. Yeah, I Some, think you were somewhere else. You, you went were, to Disney before the wedding. We were all in Florida for mm-hmm. our friend's wedding. Um, and of course, Epcot is a magical place where you can drink. Yep. Every country around this giant fucking yeah, and there's like 15 has specialty of cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of drinks. So you know me. That's I said this is where drinks. I'm going. I'm gonna hit up every country. I'm gonna get two drinks in every country. Do they call it something? The like around the world bar. Call? There's a there's a word for it. Yeah, but I was pretty around the world seems right. Around I was pretty toasty by the time I got to China. I saw that China had a uh, sign that said, hey, you can meet Mulan, who is my favorite Disney character. Well, and you had been building this up. You're like, I'm going to Disney and I'm going to do one thing. I, No matter how long it takes, I'm going to wait in line and I'm going to get a photo, photo with, with Mulan. Mulan. Yeah, because Mulan's very hard to find. And she, she you know, she, she's usually in the Chinese pavilion. We don't have that in L.A. and Anaheim. So uh, long story short, we come back when we know she has a line. There's a line full of all these, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed children. And once I kind of Which was the first concerning thing. Why do these children have tails? Why were they so bushy? It was very shocking. Their eyes were full of drugs. I needed to do some reconnaissance just to know if I needed to stay in this line. So I go all the way to the front and then there's Mulan taking pictures of the kids. And she turns around. she turns around and she's maybe like one-eighth Asian. (laughs) Maybe. And just out of my drunk mouth spills, she's not even Asian. (laughs) She was a very gentrified She was very white Asian, yeah. And I I know she was probably part Asian. I respect that. But, you know, for me, I wanted to see my Chinese East Asian representation full out and display. He was so crushed. I was so crushed (laughs) that I like... Arrested Development, sad Charlie Brown walked back out of it, and you guys were you just you guys were like, wow, the mood totally shifted. And we're I was like, no, Eugene, at- Eugene, no, we can we can no, still no, take she's a not picture. She's no, not come on, Asian. it'll make you happy. She's not even. It'll make Asian. you happy, Eugene. Oh, it Eugene. really made me sad. You can be you. Well, you can be Mulan then, and and then she'll <laughs> come on. The poor kids who heard me yell that also just got very confused. Yeah. Anyway, that was my sad Epcot oh, story. So, would you want to be Mulan as Hell yeah. character? Hell yeah, I'd be a great Mulan. Oh, and I also remember though there were three kids taking a photo with Mulan. You're like, the fucking kids are more Asian than Mulan. <laughs> 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 yeah, you were upset. You I also, were you saying you were like toasty? You're pretty drunk at that point. I, I would say like you were actually having one drink at every country, and that was about the seventh or eighth country. <laughs> oh yeah, you were not a little toasted. You were pretty hammered. You were going for. It. Yeah, like, I'm taking a picture with the fucking upset. kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because all the Chinese kids were lined up and they were surrounding her. Oh, the kids take a picture with me be more accurate than the fucking Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got upset with that, but then I got more drinks and then we rode the frozen ride and we were okay. We also the whole trip were looking for Moana because oh, she's our Moana. favorite princess, Moana. and Moana does not exist at Disney yet. No, oh, well, Hawaii really? is not. But a there's country. a whole Polynesian world. I know, but Moana right? is not there. You know who the best characters Aww. to play are, though? Um, Gaston. Because he gets to, he literally walks around as just a dick to everybody. Yep. And then wow. Mer- Merida from Brave, who is like kind of the if female version of a dick. Fate, yeah. would you? <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a bear, do what you if want you to could be a bear? change your fate? Surprise, the whole movie is about bears. They have it the just, best. It, why is yeah. it? About, it's only about bears. <laughs> Why is it that bears? <laughs> my mother is a bear. I hate that movie. I hate that movie. My mother's a bear. My nephew's Nothing a bear. The trailer led you to believe it was about magical bears. And it's fucking about bears? You think it's going to be about this woman winning an archery competition yeah. against all the odds? No. It's about her family turning into bears. 
And then there's a big bear blanket that they hang on the wall. I'm like, oh, that's the legend is that people turn into bears? What? I, I hate it. I was so mad. And it's just, and then like, what? Just the trailer's like, if you could change your fate, would you? But all it is is, do you want to change your fate into not being a bear? There's a bear curse. There's no fate changing. It's the terrible film. Don't you want to be a bear? It's only about bears. And it was also sad because Did it was, they want to it was be Pixar's bears? first like all human princess film. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. You've seen why. it, right? There's no. A I just make fun of the trailer because fate sounds so much like feet. Just imagine you like. Well, I really wish I had Zach's feet. I well, could change my feet. I well, could change my feet. To that be is a little more dainty. No, that's actually more. What if you could change your feet? That's more accurate to the actual plot because they try to change their feet back from being bears. You being bear uh, feet. I got these big old bear feet. I'm so clumsy. I actually think you would really like Brave Ned. What if you could change your feet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so man. I gained this habit of looking ahead to see how much reading I had left, which made it, I didn't allow me to stay in the book, but Harry Potter was the only book that I never did that. I was always like, oh, I'm so gripped. I was, it was also, I think the third book came out when I was like 13 and that's when it started getting popular and it was great because I was, I read the first one and I had two more books ready. And then as soon as I'd kind of finished them, the fourth was like getting, it's like yeah. steam and I knew it was coming out and it was the first book I looked forward to. Like, you know, you get, oh, yeah. you look forward to movies coming out and all that stuff, but I had never been like, oh, this book's about to come out, people. And the whole world was like, oh, this book's about to come out, people. Uh, and it was crazy. It was a phenomenon. Which book is where he begets, uh, hits puberty like hard five. and becomes like a dick? Five is where <laughs> Four and five. Four, well, four well, four and is five. when he yeah, gets like, right, no, right. four is like sexy time puberty. Yeah. Everyone's he also, like, he's, he's like, but there's nobody one help me. But there's one where he's like, just literally. Yeah. Five, he like, show in the room real quick. Well, that doesn't happen. Oh. <laughs> that whoa, doesn't whoa, happen. whoa, whoa. Miles. We don't talk about Miles. Never. So. I it. When I was a teenager, I read God. five over and over because I was so, the book is pretty horny. And like as a teenager, yeah, I was like, I guess oh. four and five were both very horny. Joe. Like he's I mean, with Joe. And you immediately jumped to <laughs> in the room of requirements. And he like hooks up with Joe hard in the room they of requirements. They make out. They they snog a bit. Yeah. I don't oh, think yeah. I don't think I don't think they I don't think they're snorkeling. I think they're snogging. <laughs> wow. I just coined that. I don't that's know if that's great. the British term. That, that's the British term. <laughs> <laughs> snorkeling. Uh, I wish I could snorkel oh, with Joe. Our, our few British listeners <laughs> will be thrilled. Uh, well, yeah. I, I um. What else about three? is good is that uh, Malfoy gets punched in the face. Yes. Oh, and it, I love you've that. been living with this this pompous dick for three books and you're mm. like, man, this kid needs to get some fucking retribution because he really doesn't get it. Like yeah. he's getting away with bullshit. Yeah. Like Snape's letting him get away with bullshit. You're like, what the fuck is going on? This kid sucks. And then finally Hermione punches him in the face and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you remember seeing the first film and thinking how casting did not align with what your imagination was? You know how that happens a lot? Mm -hmm. You're a big fan of a book series. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, they cast. And I think the Harry Potter cast is incredible. But yeah. some of them, like, slightly, it, it's always like a rude awakening where you're like, oh, it's not exactly how I picture. Who, I know who did one, you, who is that for you? Well, I think one of the main characters was probably Hermione. Because in the books, if you remember, they described her for most of it until, I guess, the, the Yule Ball mm -hmm. as, like, really bushy haired yeah. which they drop after the first movie they're like <laughs> right. okay we're not gonna tease emma watson's hair anymore and like she had like buck teeth like yeah. her front teeth were like squirrely that's right she was she had for lack of a better term she looked smart 
She was supposed to look like, mm-hmm. oh, she's the really smart person yeah. who doesn't care about how she looks. She's just like all about, you know, rocking them academics. Mm-hmm. And then you see Emma Watson, you're like, wow, she is so cute. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, she was cute. And then uh, the whole storyline, she had shitty teeth because her parents were dentists and they were making her do the. <laughs> yes. They were like, fine with magic, but you have to wear braces. <laughs> you have to wear braces. They were like, you can use magic everywhere, <laughs> but don't fuck with our business. I love <laughs> <laughs> the most muggle thing JK could be like, she's going to have dentist parents. Eugene, you've been sort of on the cusp of telling us about seeing a real ghost at some point, and I think it's about time we find out what the hell about my ghost history. Yeah, 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 Eugene. Yeah, Um, some notable ones. So I'm open to the unknown. I think I maybe believe more in aliens than ghosts. Hell yeah! But everyone believes in aliens. Yeah, well, not everyone. Conceded not to. We'll do a whole other episode on aliens. That'll be our. our... I don't know if they're here, but I believe they're out there. Which is weird because like. Very religious people believe in ghosts, but not aliens. I don't know. Right. Anyway, uh, so, um, so wrong. my my family has a history that I've Man. spoken about with spooky stuff. Um, people in my family can see when people are about to die. That's like the bottom line. So Okay, you say that very casually. Dive in there. They, there's a grayness to people, right? It's called The Gray. Uh, but, Sounds like a great movie. Yep. Yeah, but mm. I don't want to like call people out my family, but someone in my family was raised by the teed of the town psychic and she the town psychic could also but also i think the town psychic could curse people to die and then so this person in my family um has on multiple occasions uh predicted when someone would die when they seemed perfectly healthy he or she will remark that they're they looked a little gray today they looked gray and um would say they would look gray why does this person look sick and the next day they'd be dead and these are sometimes people that appear Perfectly healthy. Yeah, in one every way. was one was a guy who slipped and hit his head on a swimming pool uh, and drowned, and he was perfectly healthy, forty year old dude. Another was someone. Oh, so she thought he looked gray before the accident, and then he just had an accident. Yeah, that's a movie. That's, that's okay. That's so that cool. I thought it was she could see imminent death, but that's like marked for death situation. Yeah, yeah. That's like destiny it's, and fate. That's final destination. Creep. Be. And this person, you know, is just not someone who would tell, like, seems she doesn't seem spooky. She also thinks that I've been blessed with some sort of sick sight in some way because I'm very empathetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of all the siblings, and she's you speak like, speak well with animals. Yeah, I do. You do, I do talk animals. a lot with You're animals. Like more than most people. A little bit, I guess. But um, I guess my closest ghost is throughout a large part of my life, and I don't talk about this much, but I talk about the instances, is I sometimes. Um, see, uh, I call him the silhouette and it's a uh, silhouette of a man who stands behind, uh, windows or backlit windows and watches me. Um, it's happened in many of the apartments I've lived in. It happened when I was in high school at my house, but, uh, I'll be sitting somewhere or standing. And it's not even like necessarily while I'm asleep, but I'll turn and I'll see just the silhouette of a man standing, looking into the space I'm in, usually behind a curtain. Um, not moving and we'll stand there for like over 30 minutes. Um, and it happened in the most recent time it happened was in my new apartment. Um, and I was sitting on the couch watching TV and I turned and the silhouette was there and I just wouldn't, didn't move and it actually walked away, but it was there for 20 minutes looking into my my apartment. So when Um, this happens, same silhouette though, you try and just ignore it or do you feel like an energy shift? I feel an energy shift and I, because my immediate uh, reaction is not to move. I don't like stand up. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna like check this out. It, my immediate reaction is, don't move towards it mm-hmm. or whatever it is, because uh, the I wish it would move. 
because it would give me more of an indication if I should run or uh-huh. like talk to it. Has he ever been here at this office? No, never at this office. Usually places where I live. But um, in any case, yeah, I th- I'd say I've seen this this uh, apparition of sorts like 20 times in my life. Wow. Is there a time of day that it typically relates to? Uh, it's been anywhere between evening to early morning. Yeah, but not always when I'm asleep. It's sometimes when I'm just sitting there. Um, do you have and, any working theories as to what it might be? I have no clue, but I don't. I don't know if he is malicious or if he is benign. And I want to know more about the feeling that you have. Is it like a tingling throughout? Do you feel scared or you just feel paralyzed? Of um, no, I think it's actual dread. Oh, wow. Yeah, because the Maybe idea of someone... call it the dread. I don't know. I think just the idea of someone looking in at you from somewhere and not moving is, I think, just inherently scary. So I'm just always like... But it doesn't happen often. 20 times in my life is it, it it's a lot, but it's mm-hmm. like I'm 33, so. Yes, not every year. No. But it it Nearly. happens and I don't know what to explain of it. But my I, t- I mentioned it to this person who has uh the gray and she thinks that um perhaps it's connected to it somehow like uh maybe it's the demon associated with the power that we have or some shit. Anyway. Here, here's a question Like for the you. demon that gay granted the sight right. to the psychic uh-huh. who then is coming to take it back. Some sort just some or sort like of watching, devil watching over yeah. to make sure that the power was held tight. Because yeah. the idea of the gray is not um it's not like a positive power to have. No. Because it's, it certainly it's is traumatic and Have you ever seen the gray? I I don't want to confirm or deny it out loud because it makes me sound crazy and I don't want to confirm it because I don't want it. Does that wow. make sense? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I've seen what I thought was a semblance of it and someone did die, but I don't think it was because of me because I, I can't bring up the story because it's so bad. Know. You know the story. the story. It's the story about yeah. the kid. Yeah. Yeah, that that checks out to mm-hmm. me. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I, that in that situation, I think I cursed that kid. Yeah, right. But uh, he did appear grayish oh, before. Man. Anyway, okay. Here's something I'm I'm mm-hmm. dying to know: if you or another saw gray within one of us, would you tell us, or is it too late? <laughs> I don't know the rules. Of I it. just have to beat the gray by one second. Oh, but that makes it sound like Final Destination, doesn't <laughs> well, it? <laughs> no, because it look. You, oh, what you if the saw, so, oh, what if the, the person mm. saw Gray and then he slipped and cracked his head? That's not like, hey, you have the Gray, go to the doctor. Right. It's, yeah. You have the Gray. There's nothing you can yeah, do about it. Yeah, it's gonna get you. Yeah. Well, each time settle your affairs. Each time she told. Each time <laughs> she told mom. me. Call your mom. Each time she told me about the instances she had it, the death happened within the next few days. It wasn't like a, oh, yeah. it's next year. Oh. Right, it's soon. One was a um, someone who was uh, in remission and everyone went to visit her in the hospital and she was like, the doctors were like, fucking like, A-okay. She's like, gonna be good. And then your person. the gray happened and the next day, immediately just oh. dead. And wasn't it your person left the hospital room and went? Amelia went, no, no. She's, she's not okay. Give me... I feel like there's a um, there's a uh, sort of um, subversive thing happening with the clean society that's a secret 
like in the end you find out that there's something secretly nasty there's something happening though with the clean society where they're trying to then eradicate the dirty society oh yeah they don't it's just not want Lynn, to be though. clean it's not Lynn it's oh nice. the clean they society want to clean. they yeah. want to they clean want to everything they want to cleanse and well, then the world like of dirt cleansing. and it's that, that, that is from the uh, the president of the clean society who's played by by oh oh the president um, of the clean society um, is, uh, it's a, it's a uh, woman yeah it's and a, she's uh, Meryl Streep Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl yeah. fucking Streep. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep's yeah. there. Because yes, she's Meryl. great at being like, you think you trust her, and yes. then you see that glimmer in her eye, and you exactly. don't trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this goes yeah. perfectly. We're going to have to go back to the midpoint, but it goes perfectly, which I think is the down moment of the film, where they ruin the dirty festival. Mm-hmm. The clean people think they're liberating it, but then you realize, oh my God, we've just ruined these people's passion. They're mm. cru- this is something that they love. And who are we to come in and, and say that this is how you should live? And Mindy Puhu... Still has <laughs> Mindy Poo, who is, is she sees that it's no matter how clean you try to make it, there's still a little bit of dirt in everyone's oh, heart. Maybe that's what it is. They wake up, they wake up on Dirty Dirty's Eve, <laughs> yeah. and they realize the whole city's been cleaned. And there's this profound sadness, but then they start spitting. <laughs> and they realize they all grab hands and they start to spit. <laughs> start start <laughs> and Mindy Poo leads the spitting. And but but slowly, he also, the fountain fills up with the whole town's saliva. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also done with the clean people coming together with the dirty people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they realize that they can be clean and dirty at the same time. But this is more than just the Grinch. Because this is also an action musical. And so after... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you well, realize... Because the clean people, uh, they, they have like taken over the city and enforced a curfew. And it's like fucking fascism. <laughs> yes. It's fascism. Yeah. Meryl Streep's a fascist. And, and you there ready? are street sweepers and people have to scrub until their, their hands bleed. You ready for the moment oh. that's going to give everyone chills? Also, yeah. that was gross. Yeah, that was super gross. <laughs> that was wow, gross. It's a gross movie. Nasty, Bill. <laughs> that was nasty. Ned, you're nasty. You ready for this moment? Yeah. They realize, like, so they're all united and now the dirties and the cleans have come together, but still Meryl Streep's in charge and, Re- and they go, Lin-Manuel is like, what are we going to do? How are we going to beat her? And Reese Witherspoon looks right, right into right the camera. <laughs> and she goes, to, uh, to get the clean, you got to get a little dirty. <laughs> exactly. And at the end, she's finally able to fart. And her fart, because she's never farted her whole life, is the nastiest <laughs> fart that has ever occurred. And it kills Meryl It kills Meryl Street. <laughs> it just blasts her back. But she, of course, it's not just a fight scene. It's a musical fight scene. Uh-huh. So while she's tooting, she's tooting to the, mm-hmm. the rhythm of the song. Yeah. And Lin-Manuel's secret, um, um, his whole thing is that he, his character's named Febreze because he like an air freshener. So <laughs> uh-huh. they realize that they're meant for each other, mm-hmm. that there's a balance mm-hmm. in the universe that with her fart and his Febreze, uh-huh. they make harmony. Wow. Take me as I am. Uh, this is a really saucy little secret. Can I get a fake name, Keith? Bonnie Ierson. Bonnie Ierson, the saucy little girl. <laughs> the most real name you've given yeah, ever. I feel like I know <laughs> I, felt, I never pre-plan it. I just say whatever words come out of my mouth. <laughs> Bonnie writes, So when I was little, I used to love to draw and read stuff about people who were sick. To my young, innocent... Wait, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's just, normal. Mm-hmm. To my young, innocent mind, I only knew I found those two, those types of things very interesting, and I didn't know why I liked it so much. 
Well, everything changed around the time I became a teenager. I did some research on the internet and listened to some videos and discovered I have a full-blown sneeze kink. Oh, People wow. sneezing just turns me on. Oh, yeah. And I still don't understand it completely. I just know that I find people who sneeze a lot. Oh, my God. I'm going to go get some pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I've never Extremely heard of this. attractive. Okay. Well, well, I, Keith, I, Keith's getting pepper. Uh, I've never told anyone about this. I really don't want to sneeze right now. I have, I have a question. We named the person Bonnie, but yeah. do we know if this is a man or a woman? I'm just curious. Uh, Bonnie, uh, let me check. It, lo- it doesn't say. I think it sounds like a girl, but it wow, could be a guy. You say that, Miles. Oh, okay. Keith is back. I don't want Keith, you were so fast. I don't he has do a this. bowl. <laughs> he has a bowl no, and a pepper shaker. This is the this no, this is the pepper challenge. <laughs> the pepper sneeze challenge. The pepper sneeze boner challenge. I always Bonnie. sneeze when I'm like cooking with pepper because when you like put spices into a hot pan, a lot of spices rise mm-hmm. up in the steam and they go in your face. You know, and I didn't. Black pepper makes me sneeze. Like I didn't crazy. question huh. it when you went to get pepper, but that is a thing in cartoons, right? Pepper makes people sneeze. <laughs> Keith, right, Keith is, Keith is, Keith is going for putting it. his nose in the bowl. Right, of fresh everyone, pepper. watch this and see if we pop boners. Yeah. He's not doing He's it. He's getting in there. <laughs> it's because it's performance Keith. anxiety. Keith, you're right, you're totally just right. relax. <laughs> Keith, I just need okay. you to know that Bonnie cannot get off unless you shove that pepper up your nose. I, I will say my biggest complaint about this podcast is that people can't get off to it. So yeah. I would like to correct that today. I've been meaning I don't to make want to like snort. <laughs> don't right. snort the pepper. Oh, Ned's going for it. He's Ned's got the bowl. The he's, he's putting his nose in the bowl. I, just, I, I just feel to, like I need to just do it. Keith, Bonnie. what if you put your nostril upside down and do the pepper shaker directly? Oh! Whoa! Yo, by the way, you're a good-looking sneezer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you There's think? Bonnie, we adore this secret because I've never encountered anything like it. I have no judgments, <laughs> just just amazement. Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, here it goes. Uh, no, just on. Oh, oh, shit! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's so hot. So in our live show, um, aside from me harassing DJ Khaled, uh, (laughs) another thing that I do is I throw chicken fingers, chicken tenders to the audience because Tim Meadows wouldn't get pizza with me. So I'm showing the the world that if they want to eat with me, I'm giving them that opportunity in our live show. It's this incredible moment of just pure chaos. It's Keith asks, who wants to eat fried chicken? I bring out two or two sometimes four buckets of fried chicken on somewhere a between table. 75 and 125 people chicken tenders. go fucking nuts yeah. it is bonanza it is people jumping out of their seats you've never seen anything like it and what i love about it too is that it's something that we discovered during the tour right we the first show we we did something totally different for the first what four or five shows three or four yeah and and one day keith just goes you know i kind of just i think people just actually want to eat fried chicken with me what if i i don't know, like I just throw it at them. <laughs> so the first show we did it, I actually just handed out one bucket of fried chicken. And oh, it was like an eight-piece bucket. I don't remember that. And I just walked through the aisles and I threw and I threw one piece, only one piece, to the balcony, and someone in the balcony caught it. And, and I was that's like, awesome. And it was magical. And I was like, oh wow, that's it. That's the so moment. The next show, I was like, let's get chicken tenders because I can't be throwing bones. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I'll just stay what? on the stage. And it, it all, you know, it came from like, we're really designing the show. Like we had a part where Zach goes into the audience. I didn't want to 
steal that energy of going to the audience for the first time right up top. So I'm like, what? I need to do something interactive, but I'm going to stay on the stage and I'm going to just throw fried chicken at everyone. Well, and also every night we got tweets that someone either got pegged in the face or in the chest with chicken <laughs> and they were hair. thrilled. So yeah, so I'm throwing chicken. So every show basically... After I've sung and danced and all this jazz, I'm just hurling chicken tenders. <laughs> I actually had Zach come in halfway through the tour because there were so many. It was taking too long. And I just like, weirdly enough, was the honored, energy the was way. still hot in the room for the entire six minutes it took me to throw all the chicken. But I'm like, this is too long. It's <laughs> just taking too much time. Yeah, I'm changing and I look backstage and like it's three minutes into the segment and there are still people standing up screaming, screaming for it's fried chicken. a crazy amount of time. We also, we never tell any of the venues that we're doing this. No. And this, and we're in the most classic theaters across <laughs> all of America. Antiques. Antiques. Yeah, and beautiful the theaters. Stagehands love it. Yeah, so <laughs> the thing is that in these classic theaters and we had such big audiences that we had people in the balconies. Yeah. And I was like, it's so much fun for me from stage to throw pieces of chicken hundreds of feet <laughs> into the balcony. And like, I got really good at throwing chicken tenders. <laughs> like, I learned how you throw them because they don't throw like baseballs. They throw like chicken tenders. So you really have to think about how you're going to throw it. You got to basically hold it in the center of your fist and throw it like a rock because it <laughs> flaps it like it, it's you know it's loose it's chicken and if it's been sitting in the bin too long it steams so the skin will fall off it makes a huge mess but mm -hmm. anyway i just got really into throwing it really far as uh, so zach would throw it down to the the lower audience and i would pretty much only chuck it <laughs> to the top to the back i'm throwing it as hard as i can would you try and like spiral it like a football you know, some little rotation action some, some were spiralable some were a little flat, so I threw them more like ninja stars, shurikens perhaps, or knives essentially. So there were different styles of chicken, but I figured out how to throw them all. And I've been doing this for 15 shows by the time we get to the Schubert Theater in Boston. <laughs> I'm great at it. I'm tossing, I'm throwing. It's really one of, became one of my favorite parts of the whole show. But Boston was sold out and had two balconies. And the Whoa. nature of the balconies was set so that they were a little bit closer because there were two balconies. And I was like, I can get it to the top balcony. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm just chucking it as hard as I can to the people who are the furthest away. And also, like, it's straight up. So it's not just, I'm not throwing hundreds of feet. I'm throwing hundred feet up. So I'm fighting gravity. I'm throwing as hard as I can. And on the second to last tender that I have, <laughs> I'm like, I only got two tenders left. I got to get it to this balcony. I, don't, I had thrown it the whole time and I'd hit... The, the barrel, I hit it like maybe three times. I got it to somebody in the balcony. I'm like, no, I got to get at least one more up there. And I rear back and I'm throwing it like a pitcher. I'm like fully <laughs> leaning back, using my leg as a lever and then whipping my body forward. <laughs> I'm doing arm stretches before and after this segment. I'm committing to this bit. And it flies beautifully forward. Dun, dun, but then dun, 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 it's a piece of chicken. <laughs> and it just starts veering way right <laughs> and flies straight into the classic chandelier <laughs> that is on the ceiling. It is high up there. And it hits one strand. And all of us collectively hold our breath as one strand disconnects swings on down. the top oh. and swings across and just is penduluming above the audience. Oh. You know, 
150 feet in the air, there is a a thread of glass. It was like the chicken tried to Tarzan swing off the chandelier. Some people say that the chicken was stuck in another part of the chandelier. Because I didn't see it come down. (laughs) I didn't see it come down, but I also wasn't looking at the ground after that. I was looking. No, the people who told us that said that during the show they looked up and saw chicken. (gasps) No. So not only did you did you break a classic chandelier and a chicken in there. There's a chicken. And by break, what I really did is you dislodged. All of these are just hooked on. So I just somehow unhooked it. It was swinging. I did very high up, and it's an antique classic. (laughs) Like who knows? That maybe a million dollar chandelier is so old. It's big. It's probably at least a hundred thousand (laughs) dollar chandelier. And apparently, because to fix it and clean it, it has to be totally brought down from the no. ceiling. It has to be Oh, now it, I feel it's on bad. this giant rig. It's going to have to be lowered <laughs> down. It's going to have to have a team of people do it. They're going to have to do it. However, <laughs> this is giving them a great opportunity to clean it. I bet it never I gets bet cleaned. It's filthy. And mm-hmm. I bet this is oh, like now it has chicken in it. A blessing in disguise. <laughs> I kind of want the chicken to stay in there so it's like the ghost of the theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's like well, I heard there's chicken, chicken up there in that chandelier. You know, every now and then you get a whiff here. of fried chicken. Well, <laughs> in these classic theaters, all through the back alleys, people have signed their names. They've mm-hmm. put their tour posters right. up. I just wanted to have a lasting impression of us <laughs> in that theater. Yeah. And I thought, what better way than to lodge a piece of chicken above all the patrons of mm. the Schubert? You got that Have you ever wanted to be a clean little baby boy? (laughs) 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 Okay, we'll bite. How do we become clean little baby boys? Have you ever wanted your skin to shine? Yeah. I have. Use a loofah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm on board. Now I know what you're thinking. My hand will do just fine. It will not do just fine. The loofah is going to exfoliate your skin. You need to be using some sort of organic soap on a loofah and using the loofah on your skin. You will be feeling moist and clean and (laughs) fresh. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good advice. But also, yeah. change it frequently. Yes. How oh, often yeah. do you throw away your loofah? I have never thrown away. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Miles, how are you a clean baby boy? You're literally you're rubbing your dead skin and bacteria back onto your skin. How often should I change Once it? Once a month. Once a month. I have had the same loofah for Miles. Years. <laughs> you are not. Yeah, it's bad. You got to throw literally go we're going to give you a lunch break today to go buy a loofah. <laughs> Normally I don't get <laughs> Do you want the ripped summer body and calves of Chris Evans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to be toned and buff like Chris Pine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing a trend. Unlock your potential and get a sexy little laptop stand. Huh? <laughs> Posture is linked to health. Doctors have been saying it since 1920. They know that posture, (laughs) if you have good posture, you're going to have a better health. In the middle of the depression, they were like, what what else can we do to help people's quality of life for their computer use? (laughs) What's up, Miles Nation? (laughs) Do you want to be rich as fuck? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Bill yeah. Gates, Rachel Ray, Chloe Grace Moretz. Whoa. These are rich people. That last one? That was a weird... Uh, <laughs> I like that list. Triple yeah. choice, yeah. You think those three have ever been grouped Gates together? People Grace. with money are better than you. <laughs> <laughs> we just wrapped it up so nicely about your self-worth. What is, All right, where's this guy, now? Miles? Save the money from things you don't buy. What's up, Jake Pollers? Oh, oh, God. I like it when he does that one. I enjoy it. Have you ever wanted to be bone clean? <laughs> That's what? <laughs> what? Keys go on. But what the fuck does that mean? Clean as a bone. Mm, like are, a, like when you clean a bone. Are bones known for being like clean? porcelain, white, Ew. sterile, mm-hmm. clean. Have you ever wanted to maximize are you staring your productivity, me? Eugene? Yes. Get a bidet. Oh, oh, I'm down with this. I'm yeah. Down. yeah. A bidet is going to spark. Sparkle water directly into your rump. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) Stand up. Do you want to bench press like a champ and be dope at sex? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Yeah. 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 Do you want to be as chill as Tom Hardy, as relaxed as Tom Hanks? And as sexy as Tom Holland. Whoa. Wow, this is good. He's, he's also got all this memorized if you're just listening. This is amazing. Get your sexy little ass into a sauna. Oh. That won't help you bench press. A sauna's going to boil <laughs> your body into a crispy little beefcake. <laughs> you don't even have to exercise sure if true. you just sweat it out, baby. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go to my gym. I won't even work out. I'll just get my ass into the sauna, crank it all the way up to 200, and sit in there for 10 minutes. And yeah. that's working out in a way, some might say. What's up, Miles Nation? Ew. Oh, All right. gross. Do you want to be a tiny little ballerina? <laughs> Do you want your sweet tooth to be a sweet little candy? <laughs> what is happening? And what's your face? Why? You... <laughs> You're getting so small and tiny. I hate it. You no, look no, like no. a little rat boy. <laughs> the world is not so nice, and I needed some advice. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> Freeze your grapes. Oh, what? Oh, I. Mm. If you want a tasty little snack that tastes like ice cream but is grapes, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to want to freeze your grapes. What does this have to do with being a ballerina? <laughs> you're going to be tiny. You're no. going to be tiny. You're going to be able to have as much dessert as you want. Right, because it's not ice cream. You're not eating ice cream. You're not eating latte. You're not eating chocolate. <laughs> you're not eating Hershey's. You're eating frozen grapes. True. Frozen grapes are going to have antioxidants. They're going to get inside your skin and they're going to make you shine. Whoa. I'm picturing like the scarabs and the mummy. That's <laughs> frozen grape just rolling under your arms. That's horrifying. What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> 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 
Have you ever wanted to drown from the comfort of your own home? What? What? Have you ever wanted to be as fertile as a calf in heat? Huh? You're going to want to neti pot, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> A neti pot is going to drown you in your own home. It's going to suction out every little bit of snot until you just can't take it anymore. I've been getting sick lately. Why are you here? Because I have to be. Hey, Miles Nation. <laughs> This was new. <laughs> Do you want to have a big old Tarzan dick? <laughs> Do you want to smell as sweet as a daisy? Okay. Get plants and put them in your rooms. How's my dick going to be bigger? Plants make every house better. Scientists have thought about it and said, yeah, that's the deal. Plants give oxygen to your home. Plants make you happier. If you talk to your plants, they can grow bigger and better and faster and stronger. It's a way for you to bring the outdoors inside. I don't, but the dick part. <laughs> yeah. So I know how you're confused. Yeah. The, I'm, mm -hmm. I agree with all points except yeah. that plans make the dick well, way bigger. Let me just I, explain. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. I think it's like the metaphorical dick of Tarzan who's one with the jungle and plants. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Miles Nation? Oh, boy. Do you want to lock lips with a sexy ass model? Uh, oh, I mean, okay, I'm on board. Uh, do you want to French a celebrity <laughs> in the light of day? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Emma Stone, oh. J.K. Rowling, oh, what? <laughs> JK Adam Sivan and Driver. <laughs> These are all people you could fucking French. <laughs> if you get a tongue scraper, oh. yes, your plaque is eroding your face. You need to get a tongue scraper that's going to scrape off the dirty little monsters collecting on your tongues. Oh, no. Oh. Welcome to my hometown, oh. Milesopolis. Oh, wow. okay. The, the most so western sounding. Why is it a metropolis? It's a big city, but you're a small town boy. Do y'all want to <laughs> light your house on fire? <laughs> no. no. And breathe it into your little sinus? This one's getting me hard. Smell the smells of baked beans. Mm, I do like baked beans. And enjoy the flame of heat so hot it'll burn your little tush. Don't lose the I'll accent. Stay committed. What are you talking about yet? Get candles. <laughs> 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 Wait, that's the advice? 
get candles. Go to Target and get candles. Candles smell good. They provide light and brightness and they smell nice. (laughs) You should have a candle in the bathroom. You should have a candle in the bedroom. You should have a candle in the dining room. (laughs) And if you got enough candles, it's going to smell Real I do hope you enjoyed that look down memory lane. And again, find your friends, sit them down in a goddamn chair, force them to listen to this episode, and then make them subscribe because this year we're gonna shoot to the top. We haven't been on the charts since we premiered. That's a goddamn shame. But this has been the Tripod Keith. It is with the official Tripod theme song. What's going on with Eugene Liang? We didn't get into it. We didn't get into it. Tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. We're not getting into it. (laughs) (laughs) 